what is up? We are back on Angel Central Podcast. It's been a while, but we're back. My name is VT, and with me, I got my dude, my bro, my number one guy, Ryan. What is up, my bro? What is up, man? It's been way too long, but we are finally back, and we're ready to talk about baseball we're again, man. We're doing it. It's been a long time, dude. How you been, man? I've been amazing i'm excited for the season it literally starts tomorrow and i just i've been craving baseball man like i hate the i love and hate the offseason seeing all the moves but then like i was like man i just want to watch baseball again and we're literally one night away one more sleep yep one more sleep yeah we're doing this one night before the angels play the athletics yes and I can't wait. I wish I could just go to sleep early and fast forward to 7 p.m. so we can watch this game and watch the Angels win their first game of the season. Yes, man. Otani backing them up. He was absolutely incredible during the WBC, and I can't even fathom what type of contract he's going to be getting, man. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast. We will definitely talk about that. Man, we got a lot of baseball to talk about. Dude, it's been so long. I think we could go for like five hours. We really could. It's not even just with Angels baseball, but everything that happened this offseason. Even some breaking news with the minor leagues that just happened a little bit ago, too. Yeah, it's, you know, so we got so much baseball to talk about with you guys. We're really excited to be back and we're going to be uh, trying to do this once a week, trying to recap how the week's been going uh, for the Angels uh, throughout the season. So, you know, make sure you check us out every week to get all the news and updates regarding how our team's going to be throughout the season. Yeah, if you guys want to leave us, um, uh, what, what is it called? <laughs> A comment, a like, comment. follow, depending on, you know, where you're watching what you, us. What do YouTubers say, bro? Yeah. I'm not a YouTuber. Yeah, uh, uh, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> ring the bell. Right, yeah, <laughs> for the notifications and everything. <laughs> Wherever you're getting your content from Angel Central, just let us know leave how us we're doing. Review, yeah, leave us a review. Let us know, like, what you want to hear from us for on sure. a, uh, you know, week-to-week basis. And uh, just let us know how we're doing. You know, if we're doing a, a crappy job, please let us know. Yeah, we'll like try me, and fix stumbling, that. figuring out <laughs> what I'm going to say. I'm not a YouTuber, dude. So, uh, yeah, just let us know what you want. Hey, Give us a review and tell us. You know, at the end of the day, we're just two big Angel fans just talking baseball, man. Talking to you guys, like trying to provide, you know, an outlet for you guys to really just get an unfiltered kind of perspective on the Angels compared to some other podcasts where they kind of play by the book. Yeah, definitely. And everybody has their choice, you know, so I got to respect the other pods too. They got, you know, they want to say what they want to say for sure. But we, you know, we're, we're going to tell you how it is, like how we said it before, you know, we're not going to give you that false hope. We're not going to, you know, shove sunshine up your ass or any of that (laughs) shit. We're going to, we're going to cuss. We're going to, you know, tell you how we really feel. And it might piss some people off, but, you know, this is feelings from real true Angel fans. Like we, we say it the way we feel it. And most of the people who already listen to us agree with it. So I appreciate everybody that's already been subscribed to us. It's been a while that we've done a, an episode. But you know what, though? We're going to keep this roll, rolling for a while. And, and hopefully you guys just join us every week. And uh, we're just going to spit some, some facts. It's mainly facts. We're not, we're not going to you know, give you that false hope. We're not going to tell you that the Angels are doing great when they're really not. We're, we're going we're gonna to go with them. We're going you know, to do everything we can. Uh, but it's going to be a fun season. You know, the Angels did a lot of uh, nice little sexy moves this offseason, which we're going to talk about right now. 
And, you know, speaking of which, what do you think of that offseason, Ryan? You know, um, this was the first offseason in a very long time where I actually feel we, for the most part, hit it on the head with what we needed to acquire in terms of the holes we had in our lineup. Um, you know, to start off, we got Tyler Anderson on a three-year uh, deal for $39 million, which if you look at all the other pitchers, because it wasn't too big of a pitcher-heavy market this offseason, um, that 13 mil a year is not looking too bad. And Anderson's coming off a career year, which is uh, in a way actually scaring some people because they're saying, oh, this is a career year, this is a ceiling. He's coming from the Dodgers where they figured out what was going on with him. Is he going to be able to carry it over? He went 15-5 and five last uh, season. Um, so I was excited about that move because we had a lot of holes to fill. And we weren't going to do a mega contract for like a Verlander, you know, which we had so many holes across the way to fill. So I think that was the right move on the Angels' part because we, we definitely needed another starter in our rotation to match along with Otani, Sandoval, Detmers, you know, and Suarez, even though we're a little bit... Uh, left-handed heavy but that's all right um and then to go along with anderson we also have um you know urshela which is going to be a really good infield utility piece for us um which one of the biggest issues that the angels have um come across over the past couple years is that we've just had no depth and perry manassian has even said that that was his biggest fault last offseason was that he did not just focus on getting major league depth, not even just minor league we didn't even have major league depth. In, in our lineup, which really, when the injuries start piling up, you could tell it takes a really big toll on our team. Right, for sure. And he's actually going to be our starting uh, shortstop now. So what do you feel? I mean, you think he's going to be good enough to be the starting shortstop? I mean, he has a really good glove, though, I'll yes. be honest with you. Yeah, I'm more excited about his uh, defensive capabilities. Um, it, you know, his bat is very spotty, to be honest. But um, for what we signed him for, I'm not too... Um, like I'm pretty stoked about it, you know. And again, it's like they can have a rotation between, um, like if he goes down, we could slot Renhefo over if we need to. I'm sure he's going to be playing more second than he is going to be playing shortstop, uh, along with Drury as well, which we'll get into Drury here in a little bit. Right. And even Fletcher, because the the fact that you know Fletcher is one of the only players on the roster that has a multi-year contract with the team and he's not even going to be in the starting lineup <laughs> this year which is crazy that just shows that Perry really went out there in order to uh you know fill in those spots with Fletcher, the team Fletcher that's not his guy right Perry mm, actually no I don't think so yeah Fletcher was way before that I yeah think. so there you go yeah. you already can tell that Perry wants his guys yep he he wants to just win with his guys and Fletcher's not I mean you can't really blame him Fletcher's been hurt here and there so he he got Drury for a reason. He got Gio Urshela for a reason, and he ended up picking up Jake Lamb for a reason. You yes, know, he was your your backup for whoever went down, and exactly. It happened. Yeah. So with Jake Lamb, um, he had an amazing spring, which a lot of people were debating. There wasn't a lot of um. Oh, go ahead. Rake Lamb. Yeah, Rake Lamb. Rake right? Lamb, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he um. And the thing is, is that you know, uh, Angel signed him on a minor league contract. And not a lot of people respecting. It's like, okay, maybe we'll have some death in the case uh, a lot of injuries happen. We can call him up from the minors, and he would be a, a slightly below league average player. But he's had 
Uh, he was an all. I believe he was an all star when he was on the Diamondbacks one season. I think it was a uh, 2016 or 17 when he was. Yeah, really breaking. yeah, yeah. That's exactly, where he got exactly. That so from. he had a really, really good season with them. So there has been uh, moments in his career where he's performed very, very well. And sometimes it just takes a different atmosphere in order to kind of get that. Uh, that shine back. He wasn't going to do it with the Dodgers. The Dodgers were deep. They weren't going to put him in third base. They weren't going to put him in first base. Uh, I think right now with the angels, with uh, Walshie going down, he has a shot. And if he stays hot, the way he's been playing in the uh, spring training, man, he, he can probably stay there and give, uh, give Walshie that, that extra week or two, maybe a month down. So he can figure out his whole insomnia thing that he's got going on. And I'll tell you right now, I've got insomnia lately too, and it yeah. sucks. You can't you can't really think during the day. You're like just thinking about going to sleep, but you can't even sleep. And baseball is such a mental game too. You need to be there a hundred percent. And like it's you know, hopefully Walsh can figure that out because you know Walsh in 2021 when he was that all star for us, man. Like he's so valuable to the team, um, especially with that power. You know, my favorite moment of Walsh is when he <laughs> yeah. hit that grand slam versus Chapman. Chapman for oh, sure. what a game. It was, it was, they were going to cancel the game and just give the Yankees the win for the rain out. But right. you know, they ended up playing it and Walsh hit that uh, grand slam in order to put the angels in the lead. And if it's just one of those smiles that Chapman's, do, uh, <laughs> that he does when he gives up like a really important home yeah, run, he's like, like man, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, all two they one is like, damn, I screwed up again, you know? But, um, I haven't given up on Walsh. I know some fans have. No, you can't. Dude. No, you can't. But at the same time, and this is something that's really big, is that Perry said during the offseason, we're going to do what we have to do. So wh- whoever's performing, it doesn't matter if you have a contract or not, whoever's performing the best, that's who's going to be playing, and that's super important. And that's the way it should be. Yep. You know, back when Mike Socia, he would play just the veterans. Oh, you're the veteran. You've been playing for a while. You're struggling. Sure, I'll still start you when, you know, Perry right here, like, hey, you're performing, you're going to play. And that's the way it should be. You know, baseball is a game where where it says, you know, what have you done for me lately? Yep, exactly. And and you got to play the guys that are hot in the moment, right? If somebody gets cold, all right, just take a couple of days off, figure it out. You know, I got to play Rahifo because he's on a on a torrid pace for the past week and a half or something. Yep. You know, you got to play them. And if Jake Lamb right now is hot, Hey, and and if uh, while she's down, why not give Jake Jake Lamb that opportunity to to keep it going? Maybe that you know maybe we need that month um, head start on the Astros because obviously everybody knows that the Astros have some key players that are down right now. They don't they're not going to have Altuve for the next month. Uh, Michael Brantley's down. I think McCullers is down also. I think they have somebody else that's down. These are key players. Yep. And if we got guys that are hot like Lamb. You, you never know, you know, and once uh, Walshy comes back and keeps going and, and you know, it's it's going to be great. Oh, hey, he could even be moved to the outfield and play a little outfield as a fourth outfielder. Oh, yeah, he can help out I, for I mean, sure. Uh, He's uh, done it. Exactly. He um, saved the game for the All-Star game last year. Right. And on left field. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, one of the moves we did, which in retrospect, I'm not really crazy about anymore. I thought it was kind of a fun move when it first happened, but we had Brett Phillips to a major league contract for, I believe it was like a million dollars or whatever it was. But, um, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm happy with him being our fourth outfielder, man. I mean, and it sucks because Adele just cannot find himself. It's been, I think he got drafted in 2017 if i'm not mistaken and he first hit the majors in 2020 and he just has not found like him to be a major league player up in the majors so far and it's disappointing man 
it's disappointing because the whole prospect hugging that these uh, general managers like to do, they don't want to let go of their prospects. Uh, Todd from Halos in the infield and I, we were talking about this back like in two years ago. We we're like, we got to trade him. We got to trade him. We got to get Castillo. We got to yep. get, you know, pitchers like that. We could have, you know, swung a deal and, and, and gotten a really good pitcher that would have yep. been helping us now. Instead, again, we got Adele still struggling in the minors. Sure, he's hit a couple of home runs in, you know, spring training against some whatever pitchers. Yeah. But again, it's the strikeouts training. are so bad for him as well, too, man. And he's just he just has no plate discipline. And it's so disappointing because we've as Angel fans, I mean, I'm with you. I thought we should have traded him a while ago. But right. since I saw that the Angels didn't want to trade him, it's like, all right, we're going to ride the Adele wave. Hopefully he can figure it out. And he just still hasn't. Yeah. And it sucks because I know everybody wants to say, oh, he's still young. He, he still has time to figure it out. When did we finally give up on Dallas McPherson, you know, or or Brandon Wood? Like, how long did it take for us to finally, like, say, okay, well, we got to trade this guy, and eventually they didn't pan out to anything? You know, but it sucks. You kind of want to root for for Adele because you know that the talent's there. You've seen some flashes. But when is it going to happen? We got Taylor Ward out in left field, you know, just, just smashing. We got Trout. Who's going to take Trout's spot, right? No one's we... going to take Trout's spot, and especially with <laughs> trading Marsh. I mean, defensively, no yeah. one's going to – like, no one no. on the – yeah. It ain't going to happen anytime nope. soon for sure. Okay. Marsh was the only one that's going to be able to take Trout's spot, but right. it ain't going to happen now. Nope. Uh, he's on the Phillies, but we did get Logan, which I'm a really big Logan fan, so I'm happy we did do that trade. Obviously, you have to make some sacrifices in order to get some good players. you got to give up some well. talent to, per- to, to get some talent back. Exactly. So my favorite transaction from this offseason, which it happens to be our new right fielder um and it happened to be a trade which we just talked about angels are very notorious for not they either do bad trades or they just don't really trade at all and they they prospect uh like they just keep all their prospects right hunter renfro um renfro renfro has been very slept on the fact that he's been on like five different teams throughout his career already is crazy he's averaged 25 or more home runs the past five seasons and we got him we gave away three players and really the only okay person was jason junk which we used him in the bullpen last season yeah and he wasn't going to really do anything for us at that point yeah renfro uh and Let's just cut it already with the whole Mike Trout. <laughs> it's it's dead, bro. It was dead when the uh, the uh, the uh, Red Sox were in the, in the World Series and everybody was talking about it. Yeah, it, let's just get over. I just it. I went Kill to the I went to the exhibition game <laughs> this past Monday versus the Dodgers. You were and there? I was there. Yeah, nice yeah. invite, bro. Oh Thank yeah, you. I got you, man. Um, yeah. What happened was uh, they took away Walsh's banner and they added Renfro. And um, oh. people were already making jokes as to why does Trout have two banners up? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, man! Like, yeah, let's go. I love that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that Trout's on one side and then Renfro's on the other, so they're like looking at each other. <laughs> they and did that purposely yeah, because oh, people absolutely. would be like, "Where's Trout have two? Yeah, is <laughs> that? <laughs> Jeez, dude, that's like oh, so biased. Like, exactly. all right, let's give Trout two more, yeah. one more. But if you look at our outfield, you know, obviously Trout's the mega star in the outfield and center, and he's going to stay in center now for a while. Like, it's, no one's taking the spot. Uh, Ward got shifted to left field because defensively, uh, Hunter is a lot better defensively, so they put him in right field, which is awesome. Um, we have at least a top 10 outfield in baseball. I think it's even better than that, but it, at least top 10. Um, everyone mashes, man. If Ward can even find 
a little bit of what he had, which he already has. He's been hitting home runs and uh, getting on base as well during spring training. If we can just find a little glimpse of what he had last uh, season before he Bro. got injured, dude, we're going to have such Bro. a disgusting outfield. Bro, it's not a coincidence that once he got you know, he ran into that wall in right field that his production went down. He yeah. got a concussion, dude. It's going to be a year now since that happened in, in May, right? Yeah. He, I expect a lot of production from Taylor Ward. I really do. And it's going to happen. You're going to have Taylor Ward just mashing. You're going to have Mike Trout being Mike Trout, yep. the GOAT, right? And now you add Hunter Renfro into the mix. Renfro is just fucking absolute beef power right there. That dude <laughs> is, is just a fucking beast, dude. You're going to get Renfro for maybe 25 to 30 home runs. Yes. You're going to get Trout 35 to 40. And you're going to get Taylor Ward. Let's say, let's just be 15, 20. No, let's say 20, 25. Let's oh, just be yeah. nice. Let's just be nice to him. We're already like hyping him up. 20, 25. Yeah. Uh, that's a really fucking great outfield. You know, a power hitting outfield right there. Like, who else can say that they they have an outfield like that? I can't really think of it. I mean, like, yeah, I can't really think of an outfield that's just that stacked with power, honestly. And now, let's say somebody needs a break. Who's the first guy coming up to uh, relieve the pressure? Uh, I don't know, dude. Can I ask you that question? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, Moniac has gone to the minors, yeah, right? Um, it ain't I gonna de- be fucking Adele. I definitely would have <laughs> had Marshes in the Phillies. Yeah, right. I definitely would have had Moniac instead of uh, instead of Phillips. Man, I mean. So it's Phillips, really. That Phil- Phillips is. Jesus yeah, Christ. I don't. I don't. That's my biggest head scratcher that they're deciding to keep Phillips right now. Maybe just because of defensive purposes. You but know it's what like, it is? Hmm. It's a comedic relief, bro. Maybe maybe just to get that atmosphere in the dugout, you know. Yeah. So I mean, someone's got to give up uh, home runs uh, when our bullpen's out. Actually, you know what? I think there's a new rule in place where it has to you be like that, past yeah. the ninth inning or whatever. Yeah, so you, yeah, you I mean, I don't know. Uh, Perry, what are we thinking? Keeping Phillips <laughs> on the team? I, you know, hopefully when Walsh comes back, because they were talking about having him in the outfield, having Walsh as either a secondary first baseman or a secondary outfield. If he that's the, that's like the worst case scenario. If anything, he goes back to first base and becomes what he was again in 2021 i just don't understand i'm sorry i know they got phillips on a major league um contract but why would you choose phillips over moniac when this guy he's like he he should be your guy that should be your 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 next guy coming up you know this guy has a lot of promising um promise with him i just don't understand why you would choose phillips there's other players out there on the waiver wire they could have picked up and and chose over phillips and Sure, I'm sure Phillips is a great guy and everything, but the fact of the matter is that can he really hit? Yeah. No, he can't. He can't. He can't. Like the once great all-time legend Tommy Lasorda say it said he can't hit. He can't hit uh, water if he fell off a boat. Yeah. You know. So what are we doing? What, what was the reason of, of for us to keep actually uh, keep Phillips? But um, yeah, I still think our outfield's really good, and. Uh, I don't know, man. What, what do you think about the infield now? We we did get two new additions. Yeah. Um, um, Drury, which um, very underrated. He was with the Padres in, um, last season, and I just think having that depth in the lineup now is going to be so beneficial to us. And um, he's not the biggest power guy, but he's going to get hits. He'll get on base. And it, it, here's the biggest thing with me with getting these moves when we have Drury, when we have Urshela, when we have um, now Renfro, our lineup was so top heavy. 
This was without Rendon too. The fact that we will we'll touch base on Rendon here in a second. But our five to nine last season, I believe, was the second worst in in the entire baseball class. Yeah, I would say it's the worst, but I think statistically it was the second worst out of all thirty teams. Our five to nine just could not produce. And we we're talking about having Andrew Velasquez, and I don't even know how many at bats he got. I mean, the guy can't hit. If, if he, he had like a chair, if he had a chair. At the plate, he wouldn't even have been able to hit the ball coming towards him. Uh, defensively, amazing. I, uh, Velasquez is dope defensively, but it's like we need that production. Especially, it's like if you're going to keep Trout second and the the um, lineup comes around again and no one's on base for Trout. Trout, uh, most of his career has just been single home runs or you know he gets doubles and he's driving nobody in. And it's been just, solos all his yeah, career. Yeah, exactly. It's so frustrating that no one ever gets on base. I mean, I'm happy Ward's our leadoff now because Ward does get on base or he does have that power as well too. But, um, you know, now we don't have Fletcher. And, you know, Fletcher, again, very good defensively. And he's like a uh, like a lot of people like him because he's a local. But we're here to try and get to the playoffs, especially with this is Otani's last se- potentially last season with us. We're trying to do everything we can to make Otani stay. And that's not going to happen. We don't make the playoffs. It ain't going to happen. But the fact that we got Brandon Drury, he, he, as a second baseman, he was he. I think he got 28 home runs last year. And that's pretty good for a second baseman. Absolutely. Uh, what did Ring Hefo get last year? He probably got like 17 or something. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not something, sure. Something I, like that, yeah. Something like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. But yeah. But if you're going to get somebody that's going to hit 20 or more home, run, home runs as a second baseman, yeah. uh, uh, Fletcher couldn't do that. No. <laughs> right? Simba, he did that at, at the beginning. Yeah. And he was our shortstop. So I think we have somebody with pop. Let's hope that Drury, you know, he can continue that power surge at the second baseman. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then with Gio Urshela, we don't need a lot of uh, pop from him. As long as he can keep that defense, that elite defense up there and prevent those those uh, those runs, that's yeah. all we need. It's kind of like the Simba 2.0, right? Yeah. Good defense. And, okay, whatever you can get us in the uh, uh, offense is a cherry on top. Yep. So I'm all for it, you know, but the fact is that I think – Drury and Urshela were good pickups, in my opinion. I'm, I'm excited for it now. And again, Jake Lamb, in my opinion, I'm really excited about Jake Lamb. Let's hope it, 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 it actually turns out to be something good. And if not, hey, Walsh, we need you back ASAP. Bro. Right, please, please. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, for his own health and everything, Yeah. I just hope, you know, he he just gets that figured out so he can come back and really be a big part of our lineup, man. <laughs> and then we have our infamous third baseman. <laughs> Rendon. Rendon. Anthony. A lot of people like to call him Anthony Rendon. Yeah. But Hey man, that's not for me to say or what, but, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. A lot of people want to say that Rendon, if he stays healthy, that he's going to be the comeback player of the year for the, uh, American league. Do yeah. you agree with that? Mr. Ryan Barilla? You know, I do think, he can be a very big contender for that. Uh, look at what he's done this spring. He's it's, been good. He's been really good. I'm pretty sure he had like a 400 average. Which obviously, does. average doesn't say everything. But, I mean, his swing, he is the most – okay, I will say this. He is the most relaxed player at the plate. It is just so – it's kind of like a little scary just watching him. It's like as a pitcher, I would be like, you're supposed to intimidate the batter. <laughs> and it just doesn't even look fades. He's like, he's yeah, I'm the- just – He's a Robinson Cano of offense because yeah. Robinson Cano was so chill when it came to defense. He was just so soft with it. Yep. 
he's that's Robinson Cano on the offense. Yeah. Just, you you couldn't tell if he was phased or not. He's just so chill with a smile, with a with those locks, just that long hair. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah, Rendon. Um, he's actually so. I, you know, you were talking about how beneficial Ward's gonna be for the team. So, I, would you say he's your X factor? Ward, my X factor. I mean, I don't want to call him an X factor because I do expect for him to actually come back and actually do some damage. Okay. So, so Rendon's my X factor, and let me let me tell you why. So, you gotta understand. I think a lot of people really. Uh, because he just hasn't been playing games for the Angels. I think the most he's played was, was like 40 out of the three. This is the four years. Yeah. The, the, this is his fourth season. Yeah, yeah. With the Angels, which is crazy to think already because we got him back in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is insane that he's only played what, like 40 games a season. If he hits a hundred games for us played, which I'm hoping is a lot more, but this is Rendon we're talking about. He's made a glass over here. If he could just hit a hundred, that would be so beneficial that, you know, you have ward lead off along with trout. He's going to get on base where he's going to drive in ward uh, or hit a solo home run. And then you have Otani, which we haven't even talked about him yet, which is insane. And then you have Rendon. That's crazy lineup power right there, man. Um, so Rendon was in 2019 when he won the world series back with the nationals, he was in the top three voting for MVP. People really forget how good Rendon was as an overall player. I'm not even just talking about offensively because he's still one of the better defensive third basemen out there. Not having him in the lineup and not having him out in third base has been, we've had player after player after player cycling through third base for so long and that's such a important position of course you know like people can you know hit grounders and liners up through that hole right there and then you know if you don't have a good third baseman it's like that's just going to be more hits and more hits and more hits it's like we need a good defense in order to prevent runs being scored right for sure and so are you calling him your uh, X he, factor he is right my now? x factor because again it's like especially after otani you know we really last year we just didn't have anyone to produce after otani it's like what if otani gets on base and then rendon, rendon has power man like that's uh, the fact yeah, that you run into one yeah tr- look trout could walk otani can get a double or single so tr- like for like during the wbc like trout uh got a triple and then like no one else drove him in or whatever which that lineup was stacked i mean we'll talk about that a little bit later why i'm a little disappointed in team usa but anyways um yeah like rendon's gonna be my x factor if we can just get 100 plus gains from him and we have him if we do make the playoffs and everything like it's just one of those players that because of how calm, cool, and collective he is, he could really make some damage on the team. And he's not even the star. Like, he would be a star player for other teams. He's not even, like, it's Trout no and Otani. Exactly. There's no pressure on there's him. There's no exactly. pressure on anyone else. Not even, you know what, though? I'll be honest with you. I think for the first time ever, there's no pressure on Trout. Yeah, because he has a healthy lineup all around the he lineup He doesn't now. have to work for the, the contract. He's already gotten paid. The pressure is on Otani because he's the one who's about to get paid. But Otani can live up to the pressure. He's proven <laughs> it time and time again. You know, uh, like, yeah, we've seen it in WBC. Yeah, exactly. Too. He was he was incredible during the WBC. Can we just talk about the WBC? Yeah, let, let's do it. Go ahead. Uh, so you did went. You go? I did not go. I Why watched not? it. Um, to be fair, <laughs> I didn't want to do the drive. <laughs> I did yeah. the drive, dude. It was horrible. I, yeah, exactly. Why I went in spring tra- training in 2020. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to do this drive again. The drive over there had the panoramic roof. Yeah. And I'm just driving. We're just chilling. Dude, it's so fucking hot. I hate Arizona. Yeah. Oh, I hate man. it with a passion. Yep. 
seriously, Arizona, you can fucking fuck off. <laughs> I hate you. You're so hot. But what games did you go to? Uh, let's see. Uh, we actually drove up on a Saturday morning, and it was the Camelback Ranch that we first uh, rolled up to, and Dodgers were playing the White Sox, and uh, or I don't know who the fuck they were playing, but we are going to pull up to that game. It was the eighth inning, and I'm like, you know, I still want to go in there and just say what's up and see, see what's going on. But we couldn't get in because we, we didn't have any uh, uh, reception. So we went to the hotel, got our stuff. Uh, the first game we saw was, I think, USA versus uh, – jeez, I forgot who it is. What day did, was it? Because Saturday. they put Okay, the, it was Great Britain, I believe, or Great was it Britain. Canada? It was Great was Britain, yeah. No, no, Great Britain okay. because oh, that's Oh, they're horrible when... uniforms too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Great Britain because uh, uh, Trace Thompson hit the uh, leadoff home run off of uh, whoever the fuck was pitching. I think it was Wainwright. Yeah, Wayne Wainwright did Wayno, pitch that Saturday. Dude, I don't yeah, know. yeah. Okay, our our pitching on USA was yeah. horrible. Dude, it, it's the Angels equivalent of having <laughs> a great lineup with no pitching with at no all. No pitching, yeah. That's the team USA. So yeah, we pulled up to that game. It was pretty dope. Nice. You know, but I actually knew some people that were uh at the first game. Uh you uh I think it was Mexico Colombia and I heard that supposedly it was so loud and crazy compared yeah. to the US uh, Great Britain game. It was a snooze fest, right? Yeah. So whatever, you know, I enjoyed it because I haven't felt a, a packed stadium like that in a long time since playoffs in 2014 with the Angels. And it was really good, bro. Um, there was a lot of people that were uh, U.S. fans and just a couple of uh, Great Britain fans that were over there, you know, <laughs> talking about the Tea Party and yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> historical events that I learned back in elementary school that I forgot about. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a cool game, and then I think the next uh, I think we're there on Sunday. That morning. was the Mexico one, right? Yeah. So yeah. Th- the reason why I went was for Mexico USA. Yeah. Uh, the, in the morning we went to see the Angels play the uh, White Sox at Camelback Ranch. Yeah. And that was a cool cool game. Um, Angels won. It was cool. It was really hot. And then we went to Mexico, USA. So that game was just wild. It was. Insane, oh, the man. energy. I mean, I can't even imagine what it was at the stadium. <laughs> well, actually, I can because back in 2017, I went to the most epic game. Well, yes. it, maybe it's not the most because, like, that uh, – what was it? The uh, – what what game was crazy? Oh, the Mexico-Japan game was insane oh, as well, Mexico, too. Oh, that Mexico-Japan game, yeah. bro. I cried. But I went to the USA-DR game back in 2017 when Adam Jones, Ron, uh, Rod Manny Rob Machado. That – the atmosphere there, oh the God. best – Experience I've ever been. It was insane. But again, you got to see the USA Mexico series, which on TV that looked incredible with the energy there. So, it was amazing, bro. Yeah. I'll tell you, like it was so loud. It was it was just an amazing feeling to be there. It felt like a soccer type of uh, uh, feeling, right? Yeah, like you're watching a soccer game. Obviously, Mexico won. I think it was by one run, thanks to uh, Joey Manessas. That guy was like the game winner of everything. Yeah. Uh, I think the best part of the game was. After the game, uh, outside of the stadium, all of the Mexico team fans were in one spot, just just cheering and everything. I actually went live on. I saw. I did see that. I saw the pictures and the videos from you. That was really cool to see. I went live. We we had a bunch of uh, 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 viewers, and in that moment, so I was like, all right, I'm not gonna jump around anymore. I, I kind of want to give everybody a feel for what they're watching. But it was really cool, dude. It was it was good. At that point, I was kind of like, I think I was like. 10 deep or something nice so i don't know if i was uh i don't know if i was doing it right but yeah man that that game was amazing it's part of the experience though right so yeah i still remember it so yeah that's good that's good right (laughs) so um it's kind of tied around with the angels um 
Let's start off with Trout. Ah, uh, no, I thought I, I thought you were gonna say someone else. No, 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 no. We'll start off with Trout. Um, let's go. As the captain, it, there, there's positives and negatives. He didn't too. do shit in that game. He, he did it, but well, now uh, during pool play, he would. If it wasn't for Randy's pool play, he would have been MVP of pool play for uh, his uh, right, pool. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, is that after in the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the finals, Trout just was striking out a lot and he just looked a little lost at the plate like he just wasn't there and we'll talk about the most epic at bat he did have which was the final out of the wbc <laughs> but what was cool for trout which i think is going to be beneficial was that he was put in an atmosphere which he really hasn't experienced at all i mean they went to the championships right. trout's only been to the playoffs once in his career and they 14. got swept in 2014 and they got swept in three games he was a young kid bro. exactly and trout was a captain on the team and he was rallying the wbc usa team uh behind him and everything even if he wasn't producing he was the first one on the field celebrating whenever his team hit a home run or scored or whatever he was there the energy we don't really get to see that side of trout ever so it's it was awesome to see that you know because everyone says oh trout's so plain he doesn't have any energy that's not true when trout's in big situations whether he clutches or whether he's just supporting his teammates he's always hyping up the team which is awesome i just hate the fact that we're so boring as American uh, baseball fans. Yeah. You know, the fact that we have no emotion when something happens, you know, like you got these teams like the DR, PR, uh, all Japan, the celebrations and everything. The, yeah, how yeah. crazy they get. Yeah. And I get it. It's a WBC. Uh, you don't have to be quote unquote professional to, or, or, you know, or, uh, what's that word they say? Uh, they say, uh, you can't, uh, call anyone out by your celebrations or something or you're going to get beamed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Trout was out there pumping his fist and screaming, being the first one out of the dugout. Like you, you want to see that. You know, like your boy, you were just talking about this off air. Let the kids uh, play is kind of what you're getting at. Exactly. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, That's yeah. what we were talking about earlier, too. But, yeah, Quijada, when he struck out, uh, who who did he strike out when he's all, like, almost half naked? With yeah. <laughs> it was in the eighth inning. Uh, I'm not sure who he struck out, but uh, that was. Somebody from the DR. Yeah. Or somebody, a really good team. I think it was a DR. He struck someone out. And he's like pumping his fist, like, like all hypes. Dude, yeah, I love. It was that. amazing to see, right? And and again, yeah. it's like if you do that in the MLB, it's a little bit more accepted amongst the players and the fans a little now, bit now I, for because sure. because the the new generation of the players have came in, and that's the energy they're bringing to the game. People like Tatis and Acuna and stuff like that with the bat flips and everything too, you know. So it's awesome to see that, and it's amazing to see that the Angels players showed up during the Devil Hell besides yeah. Trout. Here's my. Big guy. Before you say that, yeah, I want to say this. Yes, when Quijada struck out that guy, yeah. and he's doing all this celebration. He's half naked with his jersey. Mm-hmm. I posted on Angel Central, my bro. I better see that fucking energy in the fucking field come 2023. I want to see that energy because if I see you just striking somebody out and just walking like you're Irvin Santana with no <laughs> fucking emotion, bro, I'm gonna boo you the fuck out. Yeah. I want to see that emotion. I keep that same energy, my guy. But that's what I had posted, and everybody was like, yeah, we want to see that. We need that type of energy in our team because our team is so, like, dead. We're it's so been like quiet. that for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing, you have to think about it, too. Like, okay, maybe they're doing that because they want to be professional, quote-unquote, or they don't want to call out the other team by, you know, showing them up or anything. It's baseball, man. Like It's a kid's game, dude. Let's, yeah. I want to see that emotion, man. Exactly. You it, and it gets the really fans hyped place. up, too. You know, it's yeah. like create that everybody environment. Was, everybody was hyped up, bro. 
Sure, it, it made it even better with the fact that he had like only one button uh, actually, you know, fastened and everything, <laughs> and he's over there like half naked, yeah. you know, fist pumping with his knee down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, I love that, and I hope I see that from him this this season. I hope we see it from the whole Angel Squad or just in, around in baseball. And I just feel like the WBC is different, so it allowed the teams to be more like that. But I would like that to be that uh, that way during the regular season as well too and hopefully pitchers don't retaliate and beam people because yeah it's stop like... being a little wuss <laughs> don't, don't be hitting people if if Quijada wants to pump his fist and do a cartwheel like uh Errol Chapman did when he first came up right. let him do that exactly man. and you know as a pitcher then show him up strike him out next time and it, like if a batter bat flips and strike him out next time or you know if uh a batter's talking crap strike like just strike him out and show him what's up yeah, show him that you're him the hit, better player exactly don't let him hit him exactly yeah uh hit the ball but All anyway right, so yes my guy i and again i'm giving you shit for this oh, one bro patrick right. fucking sandoval. sandoval that has been my guy and we talked about this last season yeah, and when you first told me you were not big on him <laughs> i was like bro look at his stats and i think we were talking about this in 2021 <laughs> and even going into 2022 you were like nah he's not that guy i'm like watch him watch him deal this season he ended, guy, he ended with the, yeah, he ended with a 2.91 era last season bro i've been big on him for so plus well, he only pitched like fucking three games bro he was hurt <laughs> he was hurt but i mean last last better have a, sl- a load era right um <laughs> sandoval pitched incredible last season and he pitched amazing i mean yeah he was the one that pitched during the the wbc game he, on he was the reason why mexico did so good yeah. because of sandoval yeah exactly he was the reason the only reason why Freaking Yuri is that piece of shit Dodger <laughs> fucking pitcher. Fuck him. He fucking killed it twice for the Angels. He almost yeah. killed it the second time. Thank God that they came back and 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 won the game against uh, from Mexico. You said the Angels. Yuri is from the uh, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just, dude. Yeah, Sandoval. I'll give it up to him, dude. I, I became a fan in WBC. And, Good. Um, and he's going to show up this off uh, this season, this coming season. He's going to be, in my no. opinion, in my opinion, he's my second starter on the team. It goes he, Otani and then Sandoval and then he. Oh my God! If he was able to keep the U.S. lineup, an All Star lineup, yeah, on zero runs for four five innings, dude, yeah. in March when he's not even fully ready, yep. I can't wait for April and May and June. I better see him actually taking care of Oakland, taking care of the Washington Nationals. Dude, I expect big things from from fucking Sandy. Well, I'm I'm glad that he made you into believer because <laughs> I mean, I not only am I big on him as a player, I mean, I have a man crush on him too, not going to lie, man, but uh that beard though, that's all I'm saying. Anyways, yeah, anyways, <laughs> so Sandoval Again, so many Angel players did show up. Oh, Fletcher with the mustache for Team Italy as well too. After got after they got eliminated, he shaved it off. But um, yeah, that that was cool that he was able to represent Italy. But the (laughs) mega star of the tournament. Yeah, let's go. Listen, listen. Okay, so let me just do a whole spiel. You guys know who we're talking about. It's Otani. This man. Oh, are you sure? I thought you were going to say Renhifo. Oh, Renhifo, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, he was in the – they barely used him in the WBC. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like the shortstop or yeah, something. Yeah, no, I mean, he, even Phil Nevin was like, why aren't they playing him more? I was like, whatever, that's, that's not our problem. What was and, he playing for, Colombia or something? I thought it was Venezuela. Oh, Venezuela. I, I could be wrong. 
I, uh, maybe it was Venezuela. I'm not sure, dude. Well, hopefully it wasn't Venezuela. They could have hit him instead of Altuve. Yeah, right? Yeah. That little freaking leprechaun. <laughs> Actually, he was doing pretty well before he got injured, too. It sucks. I mean, again, like, I, I think a lot of people are kind of over the 2017 cheating scandal at this yeah, point because like they didn't it. need to cheat in order to win that's they what's so great. frustrating altuve altuve still uh, listen as much crap you can give about those players for cheating they're all still really good and that's yeah, what's frustrating are, yeah. you yeah. know but okay otani he's going to be a free agent at the end of this season everyone expects him to leave and the, the uh, it's frustrating as an angels fan because the media just does not want to give credit to the Angels or Otani as an Angel. They're already yep. writing, oh, what team's going to pick him up? Yep. How much money he's going to make Dodgers. on the different the Dodgers? I mean, hey, if he goes to the Padres, I won't be complaining about oh, that. Oh, no, I would not. Dude. I would, listen, I would, if, I would, no. Yeah, if the Angels if the Angels lose him, I hope to God he goes to the Padres. Imagine he goes to the Mariners or the Dodgers, man. Oh, no, my God. We, wouldn't hear that. we would not no. hear the end of it as Angel fans. Listen, the media always – always knocks the angels they just never want to give us credit or the giants they wanted to get our oh, yeah, judge that's right. <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah. Judge. Oh, judge and uh, and then they did, missed on correa as well correa. correa was supposed to be a, a giant as well too but yeah. anyways otani was the super mega star of the wbc the last at bat you cannot have wrote this any more perfectly bro so Trout back in november otani. november yeah. when they finally said oh wbc we're yeah. gonna have it i posted oh my god are we going to have Mike Trout versus Otani? I said that back in October, I think it was, uh, right after the uh, playoffs ended. Yep. I never thought that it was actually going to happen. And what a storybook ending, right? Yeah. The and last at bat. The last at bat. Hit. One run down yeah. with the person that's down hitting to make sure his team keeps going to the next inning, Trout and Otani. Yep. Trout could have hit a home run and tied the game and yeah. make sure the game went on. But here's a fun statistic for you. Uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, it's kind of – I'll just say what's in my head. I think Trout has only had 24 at-bats in his entire career where he has swung and missed on all three strikes. Only 24 out of what, like 6,000 at-bats. <laughs> <laughs> Otani threw gas. I think he was throwing 100 at that point or high 90s. I'm pretty sure it was 100. It was a fastball strike one, fastball strike two. There was a couple balls mixed in two. Right, right. And then he gets them on a slider, which that was nasty. Piece, that slider bro. was nasty. And, and the, you know, Otani, when he first started, his splitter was like his pitch, his, his number, number one pitch. pitch. It was yeah. insane. But after, I think, uh, I think it was last year, maybe in 2021, he started playing around with the slider more and yeah. it just makes batters look so silly. Trout just, just looked lost at bat. He, there was no way he was touching anything. Otani at that was point, throwing. you're guessing, yeah. bro. Like yeah. if he, if he threw three, uh, two strikes yeah. down the cock, hundred miles an hour, <laughs> What do you think is going to throw you the next time? You already think you're overmatched. So you're going to wait for another 100 piece down the cock. He throws you a slider, 89, what was it, 89 miles an yeah, hour slider or something like that? That's an 11 mile per hour How difference. I, you're, you, can't, you can't hit that. That's basically a changeup, yeah. but he threw it as a slider. As a slider, and the movement it had. Oh, and my it, gosh. Oh, my God. And Otani was so pumped. I mean, the amount of oh media attention yeah. that listen, we were watching that there has live. not there has not Jeez. been a player and I was watching this live as well too. There has not <laughs> been a player 
like no, I'm not even saying performance wise. Because performance wise, there's never been a player like Otani. You can't even compare Babe Ruth. I don't want to hear the talk. And I don't want to hear no yep. fucking Aaron Judge comparison. Yeah, exactly. No, I, listen. Fuck Aaron Judge. Listen. The thing. The thing is, fuck you're gonna say guy. you're gonna say with Babe Ruth that yeah, oh he, you know, bro, he, did he was facing off of fucking yeah, carpenters. Yeah, exactly. Milkman. Exactly. Otani is facing the best competition that, that baseball ever has ever has had in the league. Ever. And it's only gonna get better from here, and he's still gonna be in the league. Yeah. But the thing is. is is that Otani is doing it against the best of the best, both pitching and hitting. <laughs> it has never been done before. And the media attention... We're fucking fanboys right now. Right? It, I am. I am. It, and it's crazy. I still don't think a lot of the fan base really realizes how special he they're is. They're fucking stupid because yeah. they're watching history and, and they, don't even, they don't even like see it. It's the same thing with Trout as well, too. Like, you know, we've been very blessed to watch Trout for, yeah. uh, what, thir- 12, 13 years now, yeah, right? And it's like... It's normal for us because we get to watch him on a daily basis throughout the season. But like, and and, and it sucks because now with Otani, I mean, he hasn't been extended with our team. There's a chance we lose. Now, I'm still going to be Otani fans if he leaves. You know, I, mean, I don't blame him. If the Angels don't make playoffs, how can you fault Otani for leaving? You can't. He wants can't. to win, bro. He but, he has an agenda. He wants to win. Exactly. He pitched. So he got two wins during the WBC. And he got a save. He hit home runs. He was getting on base for his team. He was hyped. He was that player for his team that, like, is, oh, my God. He was doing everything, like, literally. And it's like he won MVP. He should have won MVP. Um, listen, I get that Judge had a historic season. I don't give season. a fuck, bro. <laughs> okay, let me, let, me, let me just be the devil on the other shoulder. I get that Judge had a historic Hitting season last year, he hit what sixty two home runs. Right? I don't know, dude. I don't. Give it was a fuck. either sixty two or sixty three. But the thing is, is that because Otani won in twenty twenty one MVP, that the writers or whoever was voting for MVP was like, well, he already did this before, so maybe he had a better pitching season last season than he did in twenty twenty one, and yeah, his hitting was slightly less. Uh, than it was in 2021, but he still hit 30 plus home runs. Almost, uh, I could be how many home runs did he have roughly? I think it was like 35, 36. I'm right, not sure. Anyways, it, look, you're you're pitching at an elite level and you're hitting at an elite level. No one else is doing it. I don't care that Judge had a historic batting season. Otani was doing it on both sides of the field, which is insane. No one else is doing it in the game, and I don't think anyone else will ever do this. The fact that, listen, fans are always going to have their perspective, but it is an agreement pretty much across the entire league that whenever, like during the All-Star game, during the WBC, the players are marveled. Nobody was looking marveled. at Judge, yeah, bro. No one looking at, everyone's looking at Otani because they're just fascinated because they understand that even doing it on one side of the ball, either hitting or pitching, even fielding, um, it's just such a hard thing to do. Who's looking I, at Judge batting practice? No one. Everybody's <laughs> looking at Otani. Oh, he was hitting nukes during batting practice, right. too. His power is scary. His pitching is scary. Right. He's fast. He can steal bases. He does everything. We are so blessed to not only have Trout, but out of Otani. And I get why the media and I get why other fan bases are so mad at the Angels because they can't just get their stuff together. In order, we have two mega stars on our team and we can't make playoffs year after year after year is so frustrating and get it's it not, as the angel fans we are frustrated too it sucks it's not the angels fault dude it's just the front office i think oh my god we haven't even talked about this the fact that Artie is keeping the team oh, oh. no <laughs> yeah that's wait the next before one. we get to that yes. i just want to give this example 
the reason why Aaron Judge won the world the World Series. Yeah, MVP, right. That's right, ever yeah. that's, like that's not ever gonna happen. But the MVP. Okay, so let's think about this now. Otani should have won the MVP, right? There is no one out there doing what Otani does. Absolutely no one. The only reason why uh, Aaron Judge won the MVP was because he's in the New York Yankees. It's East Coast bias at its finest, bro. And it's the record of the Yankees for Mr. Babe Ruth, right? Because they don't want to acknowledge Barry Bonds' record, Sammy Sosa's record, Mark McGuire's record for hitting more home runs than that freaking Barry uh, 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 Babe Ruth guy, right? Yeah. It's all East Coast bias. That's why they wanted to give it to Aaron Judge because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that Otani, there's no one like Otani doing what he's doing. He's There not never the- will be. I, I don't see I don't ever so, see it. So let's think about this. If it wasn't Aaron Judge, let's say it was uh, – Michael Stanton back in the Marlins, not Giancarlo Stanton, Michael Stanton. Yeah. When when he won the world or again the World Series the MVP. When, the, when he won the MVP with the Marlins, fifty nine home runs that season. Right. Yeah. Let's say fifty nine. That's the closest that that you can get to that. Yeah. Do you really think Otani would have lost that MVP to uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton when he was with the Marlins in that? Uh, the what the you you call the Marlins like a, a bottom line uh, uh, organization or yeah. uh, low market whatever they call low it. Mar- yeah, I would say low market. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, do you really think Otani would have lost the MVP to Giancarlo no, Stanton at that point? Not. Nope. No, but the only reason why he lost it was because it was the Yankees. It was Babe Ruth's record. That's the only reason why Aaron Judge won the MVP. It should have been Otani back to back. Otani literally put the best season ever in the hundred and whatever years baseball has been around. Yep. Right. So for me, I I think Otani should have won it, and there's no reason why Judge just because he hit sixty something home runs that he should have won the MVP. Otani, um, Judge was not out there blowing a hundred and hitting a hundred twenty mile an hour fastball or uh, uh, you know nukes into freaking right field. Yeah. So. Yeah, and what was it that you wanted to bring up right now, uh, or Artie Moreno? Oh yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of transactions, Perry did his thing. Uh, I kind of forgot to mention this earlier. In terms of a grade, let's just say that, and then we'll switch to Artie. So I think as a whole, when you look at everything, it, Perry had a lot of holes to fill, and you know, as much as I would have liked a shortstop, a solidified shortstop, and there were definitely shortstops available, especially Trey Turner. Trey Turner for USA, he hit what like how many home runs? runs? He hit so many 20. home runs, and <laughs> it was it was insane. Like Turner was that guy, and and the thing is that already wanted Trey Turner, but Perry is like, this is yep. not the right move because if we sign Turner, we will handicap ourselves yet yep. again from s- filling all the holes. It sucks. Turner would have been an amazing bat in our lineup, and defensively, he's pretty good too, right. and he's fast as well. He's a, he's one of those like almost five-tool players. Yep. I think he's the best shortstop in the league. That's my opinion. I think he is too, yeah. I, yeah. I agree with that. But since we didn't sign... Turner, we got to fill other holes. We got a starting pitcher. We got a couple infield pieces with Drury and Urshela. We got Renfro, and we got Carlos Estevez in the bullpen as well, too. Um, So we were able to make multiple moves, and that was the direction that Perry wanted to go. I feel like compared to past GMs with the Angels, Perry is now guiding his own ship, and Artie isn't stepping in as much as he used to. Now, there was a lot of hope 
for Angel fans around. Everyone has their own perspective, and I understand there are some good things and some bad things. The thing is, is that Artie is a very business-minded GM. There's a reason why he was able to buy the team and why the team's so valuable. But the thing is, is that when you're also a business-minded GM, you got to make sure that you're letting your GMs make the moves because you don't really know baseball, right? So uh, fans were excited that Artie was potentially leaving and selling the team. Absolutely. Exactly. I have my own perspective on it, and I get it from the other side. I thought that was very beneficial. If Artie sells the team in both a fan standpoint and a business standpoint and the overall health and future of the team. Plus, I just, for the love of God, I'm sick of the Los Angeles Angels being our <laughs> team name. Anyways, yep. so we thought it was going to be, in my opinion, we needed a total organizational philosophy change, right? So it all comes down to successful teams. You look at the Dodgers, you look at the Astros, you look at other successful teams. It's all based off of how their front office is taking care of the entire organization. It's just not the major league club. One of the biggest issues with the Angels for a very long time was that we had no talent in our minor league system. We weren't developing our talent. We weren't drafting correctly. We weren't given the tools to our minor leaguers in order to be successful. We've only had a handful of people. I, I can count probably less than five that have came up from our system and produced. So you have Trout, obviously. Uh, since Trout, I mean, sorry. But you had Trout and you have Taylor Ward now. And for a while, it wasn't even him. He finally had his breakout season, yep. right? And... If you want to say Fletcher to an extent, but even then, Sandoval, I can't even necessarily give us credit because I'm pretty sure trade. the Astro, it was a trade. Yeah, yeah, and we traded Martin Maldonado right, in order did. to get Sandoval. And then, you know, he pitched a little bit for us, so maybe we did something. Um, Detmers might be, I'm a really big Detmers guy, so Detmers might be one of that for us finally too. And really, other than that, there hasn't been two. I might be missing one or two. But it's like, if you look at teams with the dot here, a perfect example, the Astros lost Carlos Correa, who's also considered one of the best shortstops right. in the league. That's a big hit for them. I mean, I understand that they have a pretty stacked team, but to lose your star shortstop. And what do they do? And what do they do? They call up Jeremy Pena, <laughs> who ends up being the World the, Series MVP for right. them. Man. Right? That's insane. And it's the same thing with the Dodgers. They lose someone, they could automatically call someone up because... Because they prepare themselves as an organization in order to call up anyone they can that they see their whole. See, the thing with the Angels is that the Angels have always tried to replace their talent with people on the free agent market, right. which ties them up into these ridiculous contracts that they can't pay and fill all the rest of the holes they need to. Can I say Rendon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, so, yes. The thing, and listen, I still don't think Rendon is a total loss, unless he's just going to continue being injured. How many more years do we have with him? Three? Uh, I think maybe two. I think he. No, no, no. I think he's here either twelve, twenty, twenty-six, or twenty twenty-seven. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, we have him for a while, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a seven-year contract, so starting in twenty twenty-seven. No, I, I know he's he's talented, but the whole the whole thing is, you know, if you're not on the on the field. What are you going to do? 
If you're not playing, you're not going to provide anything. You'd be the best player in the world. Yeah. If you're not playing, you're not you're not really doing anything for us. Exactly. And and the thing is, so so Rendon goes down. We've had no one to replace him in our organization. If Trout goes down, we have no one. You know, Adele and March were supposed to man the outfield while Trout was gone. That wasn't happening. I mean, March to an extent because of defense and he was hitting a little bit they were, and getting on base, enough. but it was no, it wasn't even close to being enough. There is such a glaring hole when either Trout or Otani is not playing. But and I feel like I hate to, I don't want to say this, but if Trout or Otani do happen to be down, I'm not as worried as I have been in other seasons because now the bottom of our lineup's producing. And it like let's just say one of those players go down, we still have Otani or Rendon, or we still have Trout and Rendon, or we still have Trout and Otani. If Rendon's the most likely get injured, but right, right. but what I'm saying is that the more successful teams are able to call up anyone whether it's pitchers or batters or infielders outfielders whatever whatever they need they don't need to always depend on the free agent market or trade or or because if they do need a trade they have the players to trade like the Padres the Padres have been so active these past couple seasons it's amazing if they want a player they're gonna go get it they just got Xander Bogarts this offseason and now they're moving Tatis to the outfield and they have Juan Soto as well too that team is ridiculously (laughs) stacked they have a system where they were able to trade away a lot of their prospects because they they were producing and they were drafting really, really well for several seasons. For a long time, they were just the joke of the uh, West Division. And yeah, now, and now, in my, this is my this is my prediction. They are taking the division away from the Dodgers this season. And it's not a biased thing. The Padres are my second uh, favorite team behind the Angels. But on paper, especially with the Dodgers, the Dodgers don't look as strong as they did last season. They're definitely going to the playoffs. They'll get a playoff spot. Don't get me wrong. But the Padres are taking the division this year because their lineup is stacked from top to bottom. You think so? No, I, I, I am. I, <laughs> I would put money on that. That's how confident I am. It would have to be a total collapse. You would have to see Soto and uh, Machado, and Machado well, too. I mean, like Machado's been that guy. Like he stepped up as a leader for the team when Tatis got suspended, which was huge. Right. And, and they beat the Dodgers in the playoffs. That was an incredible series. And the Dodgers are weaker now. Yeah. So they lost Ray Turner. They lost Justin uh, Turner. As well. Justin Turner. But at that point, he was already kind of not the Justin Turner you already knew. True. I mean, as same thing, they lost Bellinger. Oh, he couldn't hit anything. The worst player in baseball. Yeah, but but his good. defense was still really good as well, too. Right, right. You know, the Dodgers, and I mean, yes, they still have bats. They still have Freeman. Oh, and Lux got injured. Uh, Lux, listen, so they yeah. lost their shortstop. Yeah. Now, so and, now well, they, they got Rojas from the Marlins. The Marlins, yeah. 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 Uh, that's the guy that we thought we were going to trade for yeah. for the Angels. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Rojas is just a really glorified glove and no and no bat really. That's all he is. So I expect the Dodgers output to like really be really low this time. They're they're not hitting uh what what they get like 107 wins last season they're, or 111 they're not or whatever. Do yeah. That. Oh, they had 111 I think. I'd be surprised no. if they even get to 90. I'll be honest with you. I no, I I think they will get 90. They're just not hitting 100 again, in my think opinion. So. And I, they're not winning the division. I'm so strong about that. And, you know, I have a lot of Dodger friends that are saying, oh, you're just being biased. I mean, look at the lineup differences between the Padres and the Dodgers. It's night and day. How are you going to go against Juan Soto in their lineup? He didn't even have a, a, that good of a season last year, and his on-base percentage was still <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. You know, like, uh, from t- uh, like you have – uh, who uh, Tatis will probably be leadoff, I'm oh, assuming, right? And then you have Xander Bogarts, who's 
another top five shortstop you got in the Jay league. Cronenworth over you, there you got Cronenworth. You got um, Machado. Machado. I mean, and he's the, probably going to be the MVP. Like, yeah, in my yeah, yeah. I mean, so Machado was it was Machado, Nolan, and um, oh my God, who won MVP last year? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Well, we got oh Goldschmidt, Goldschmidt. So those yeah, were the top yeah, yeah. three last year. Yeah. Machado. Now here's the thing. I am a huge Nolan Arenado fan. Same I love here. it. I love Same. him. He's been my he's my favorite non-angel, yep. right? True. And Same. he every single season he's played, he's won a gold glove. His defense is absolutely incredible, but people sleep on it. They're saying, "Oh, it was a Colorado bias with the no. stadium." No, he went to the Cardinals and he was still mashing home runs, getting on base, driving him right. He's <laughs> you a can RBI say that about Trevor Story now. Yeah, yeah, and tra- oh yeah, Trevor Story as well too. Wow, what a story with him. Whoa. That sucks. I mean, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, but that's my point is that like the Padres and uh, tied around with the angels for this season is that it just, the Padres from top to bottom are so strong. And that's the thing with the angels now is that the angels just look so much stronger because Perry went ahead and got the death that he needed for the team. Now we're not having players in the bottom of our lineup. It's like, Oh, it's an automatic out like Velasquez and stuff like that. Like if I, I swear, listen, I know injuries are going to happen, but there should be no reason that Andrew Velasquez touches a major league field for the angels this season. I can't, I cannot see that bat in the lineup again. I can't, I can't. It's going to drive me crazy, we man. We can't do that. Um, who else do we have aside from him uh, for the infield? Uh, didn't we get somebody else? I thought I thought we got somebody else. Uh, it, it's been a while. But you, you mean minor league depth or major league? Because we got Drury and we got Urshela. So uh, as long no, no, as no, they no. stay I, healthy. I mean, I mean minor league because uh, just in case somebody else gets hurt. I'm hoping um, it just doesn't get that point to cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I actually, you know, we should expect really good things from the infield and everything. Uh, but yeah, like you were saying, the Padres, I don't think they're going to lose the uh, the first place against the Dodgers. No, I, it's not happening. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, again, they lost. Uh, who is it? Bellinger. Yeah. Bellinger wasn't doing anything. And the, but the Turners and everything. Um, yeah. It's just it's not as strong as the lineup. It's not as Dustin deep. May is gone. Their pitcher. He got injured again. I'm pretty no, sure he's coming what? back. No, no, no he's no, coming no, back. No, 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 no they have Dustin. With, they have uh, Dustin May back. I'm mistaking him with the other. Oh uh, well, they lost Tyler Anderson to us, so that's good. You know, I <laughs> but mean, they he, gained Ter- they gained Thor. <laughs> oh, you're talking? Yeah, they gained Thor. All oh, the angels mashed him the other day <laughs> oh, in the tragic. exhibition. Oh my god, Executed dude, he him, took dude. him and Ward took him deep, and I was yeah. laughing. So the funny thing is, is that you know it was Tyler Anderson versus uh, Noah Syndergaard, and they both played on the opposite teams right. from each other last yeah, season. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, whatever. You're talking about Walker Bueller. Walker yeah, Bueller. Yeah, there we go. I got you. I got you, man. So, okay. Jeez. So, to my original point with Artie, uh, what I was saying was that the whole philosophy change is that with Artie gone, depending on what ownership group came in or person, you know, like for instance, with uh, the, uh, who, who's the guy that bought the Mets? The uh, Cohen, Steve Cohen. Yeah, 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 Steve. Um, he is a baseball mind and he was going to do anything he could in order to make the team already is such a business minded person. He's just worried. Like for instance, like uh parking went up to 20 bucks now instead of 10, which is sucks. You know, for us? yeah, you didn't Did know that. Really? Yep. Yep. So I, I went to the, there. yeah. So it's 20 do. bucks now. Wow. Yeah. So no $10. Nope. No $10 anymore. So already such a business. He's trying to listen. If you like that family environment at the game, cool. I understand. I like a more dedicated hardcore fan base because, like, we're going to hold the team accountable. We're just not going to let – I feel like Angels have such a casual fan base where 
we just like, oh, we'll get them next year. Oh, it's because of the injuries. Yeah. It's like we never attack the real problems with the team. What you were saying earlier is the front office, right? Front so, office. so if Artie had left and we got a new ownership group, I feel like the philosophy would have changed where if we got a baseball-minded person, we would have gave more resources to our minor league uh development in order to draft better and to produce better players it has gotten better because perry has came in he came in from the braves the braves are one of the best organizations in baseball it is insane and they're like the uh, the one of the only teams that are realizing the talent that they have with their young players and they're automatically giving them extensions it is so smart and that's what i'm proving my point earlier is that you don't need to go out it's like if you have one glaring hole all you have to do is just Get one person and it fixes whatever hole you have. And the Angels have like a thousand holes they need to fix season after season after season. It's so frustrating. But that's the point. The Braves, uh, Perry came from the Braves. So Perry has a short and long-term plan. And Artie's finally letting him execute it. And you're seeing those differences because we have several pitchers now in the minors who have either came up or potentially will come up soon. That will produce for the Angels. So pitching's not honestly the issue as much as it was as it used to be. It really wasn't the issue last year. No, a lot it of people was the say it was really the issue it wasn't and for the first time in a very long time i feel like our pitching has gone uh so good to the point that we maybe be doing something good with it talk to me about that man they're they're actually gonna be you know last year like i said they weren't the issue the issue was our injuries and the bottom of our lineup the, the, the pitching bullpen. was there the bullpen was yeah the bullpen wasn't it was know, hit effective or miss. at all yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and our bullpen this year I think we could have done a little bit better. Maybe Estevis could be our closer or Hergret, Hergit, whatever. Uh, but yeah, um, our pitching, I don't, I don't see it as a as a weakness anymore, like how it used to be in years past. Yeah. Uh, again, we got we got Otani, who's, who's he should be at least with us one year. You know, let, let's see what happens. Uh, we we got uh, Sandoval, which you think should be our number two, which, which I also believe should be our number two. Uh, Anderson, do you think she'd be our number three or number four? Here's the thing. So so they have Anderson as their number two. I don't agree with that. On paper, no. no, not no. In my eyes, on, not on paper, uh, you know, whether like the sports pages or whatever, they're going to say he's a number two because he had the 15 and yeah, five did, last year they, or whatever. They need to realize but, that he was with the Dodgers. Yeah, right? and he was getting a lot of run support with the team as well, too, you know. So um, I, I Anderson – Right now, it's going to be three, but I feel like once Detmers continues to settle in, because he kind of had his little breakout latch. I don't think he had his full breakout yet. I still think we haven't even seen anything close to what Detmers. Flashes for sure. sure. We've seen flashes so far. He had the no-hitter last year, which is incredible, too. He gets sent down. Whoever the AAA pitching coach is found whatever the issue was immediately he deals in the minors i think it was only one or two games and they they called him back up and then detmers had a pretty decent to good season for the rest of the season yeah 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 yeah. i mean he wasn't incredible or excellent like sandoval was but um that's the thing he's still extremely young so uh as much as i want to put detmers number three he's going to be our number four so anderson will be number three and then we have uh suarez number five now the big question mark right now for the angels is that who's going to be if they want to run i mean with otani they kind of have to do a six-man rotation yeah Yeah. so uh you know we have a couple choices that the angels can go with right now um you got berea you have canning 
I hope to God, which they, I, I, think I don't Canning's think they're hurt now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Canning's hurt. Um, or, or maybe he just wasn't fully healed. Same thing with, uh, Chris Rodriguez as well too. Yeah. He's hurt as well. Um, which, you know, angels going to angels. <laughs> That's yeah. always going to happen. Gonna happen sure. And then, um, the guy we got from the, uh, the Braves and the, uh, Rysel trade, um, what's his name? Tucker say, Davidson, Davidson. Yeah, Tucker yeah. Davidson. Oh yep. my God, he pitched so bad the other night. Um, which I don't, th- I don't think it's gonna be him. So in my, I mean, if Canning comes back, maybe he'll be our sixth. I think our only option right now is to have Berea, and I know Berea really wanted to have that sixth spot as well too. Um, should it be him? Probably not. But uh, we have some people like for uh, Sam, uh, our number one pick from the other year. Bachman? Um, yeah, Bachman, yeah. He um, he got sent down, though, right? He did. And the same thing with – I thought Ben Joyce uh, – sorry, just to kind of – like, you know, like if we were talking about a closer, that's kind of up in the air. It might uh, – it's probably going to be Carlos. It could be Jimmy, but I could see him more as Carlos. Right. Um, ben Joyce looked really good during spring training. Cheese. He was. And I don't know how much more development he really needs – um, in our, I mean, what is he gonna do? They already know he throws gas. 100. It looks like he has control as well too. So what was the reason for him to? Go I down? I don't know. I that was so it. so the thing is so Phillips staying in the the majors was a head scratcher and not keeping Ben George. Maybe they call him. Listen, if they're doing a playoff run in June, July before the trade deadline, He's up he sure. has to. He has to. They all hands have to be on deck. We need to have the best possible players and or or maybe we trade for a closer during the trade deadline. I don't know. I would just personally do in house so we could focus on other holes in case there's injuries in our lineup or whatever. But I Ben Joyce has to be be called up and he could be our closer. It was the same thing back in two thousand two when they were using you know Percival uh, uh, Percival was the yeah. main closer for the team, but they called K Rod up as well too. Yeah and then K-Rod eventually became the closer but you know like we we need we need Ben Joyce on our team man he's just the potential with him is just I don't insane. see any closers being available in the uh, trade deadline oh just pitcher most of the pitchers are just signed up in general man so yeah Unless, unless they want to let go of Arolis uh, Chapman from the uh, the Royals, oh, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if the Royals aren't competing, may, maybe. I mean, he, he, he's, uh, he's only just, for one year, so yeah, and, he's and, probably yeah, exactly. gonna de- get dealt. Yeah, and it's not like it's gonna take a lot to get him from the Royals or anything, too. May, I wouldn't be against that. That's kind of a good shout on if he can find yeah. himself again. Hopefully, I, I don't need him giving up home runs or the the postseason <laughs> for us, you know. So, okay, so let's touch on this. Sorry, and I'll get your opinion. Um, how how do you feel about us trading? So essentially, with a salary dump for up for Rysel, how do you feel about that, dude? To be honest with you, I hated it, bro. Because and you still the, do. I still hate it. We still need a closer. Yeah. Uh, who did we end up getting for him? It was just basically salary. It was dump. it was it was Davidson and it was uh, <laughs> uh, the 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 mega lord uh, Jesse Chavez. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, and then he the, ended up going back the to the Braves, anyways. Yeah, yeah. he's retired now. He yeah, retired. He is. Yeah, uh, God bless him. But yeah, man, I'm I'm telling you, the thing is, I don't I don't get why we are doing a salary dump. It's not like we were getting anybody anytime soon. We need a closer. We have no closer. Yeah, I, I still it's, it's still a head scratcher. Why would we get rid of Rossiel just for a a salary dump? Now we're searching for a closer, and now we're gonna have to 
give up some pieces to get a potential Arolis Chapman? Do you really believe more in Chapman than you do in Russell? No, I absolutely don't. not. Russell's no. a top five closer. And he in the loved playing with Otani. He yeah. loved the team. He didn't he, want to leave. No, he did not. He said it was a complete shock when yep. he got dealt. He was the one voicing his his, his opinion during the Mariner uh, Angel fight yep. against freaking. Uh, uh, uh Suarez or what's that third baseman guy? Uh Eugenio Suarez yeah, and, yeah. and uh that what's his name? That dumbass that Oh man, I hate him uh, for the Winker, Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker, yeah. Fucking Winker. <laughs> you know, he's out there throwing <laughs> throwing everything. He's showing his displeasure, man. Yeah. Like you want a guy like that. Why would you trade him away? And he's your closer. Because he's they, a lockdown be, well, closer. I think we owed him what like fifty seven million for the next several seasons or whatever. So whose contract or, or whose money would he had been taken? I mean what? Uh, Anderson? I, I guess no, because they spent they got all those players for less than a hundred million this season. So it's like we still could have had Rysel, especially because this is the most money that uh, we spent we spent l- ever. Yeah. I think it was a two hundred thirty two million. We're just below the luxury tax for the yeah. hey, round of applause. Listen, this is where I'll you give gotta, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give sure. Artie yeah. credit is that he opens up his books. Do we spend the right way most of the time? Absolutely not. But <laughs> uh, but he opened his book. He did mention yeah. I'm doing this because just in case I don't sell the team, yeah. I still want to have a good team. Yeah. But I also want to sell the team. I want to give a good team out to whoever buys this team. Yeah. Exactly. That's what he said on that first. Uh, interview in in more than five years. Oh yeah, he just does not talk to the media, and that's such a. Would you, as an owner, go talk to the media knowing that the whole fan base hates you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to get slandered. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get why uh, 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 Artie Moreno doesn't want to come out and say anything, but yeah, Rossiel Iglesias, man, yeah, I wish we had him. He's better than. Uh, Canley Jensen, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the Jansen, I would not, I wouldn't really have been happy, and that probably would have been overpay anyways, you know. But uh, even though Jensen got the most saves last year, yeah. But I still rather have Rossiel Iglesias on my team. Yeah, and and he just gives that energy, like you were saying, he was happy to be a part of the team. He you know, it seems like you know, as much as fans give us crap, like fans from other teams give us crap. Like when players usually come here, they usually enjoy, besides us not winning, they usually enjoy playing in anaheim yeah you know so um you know and trout's really excited about the pieces that have come like this is the first offseason he's like yeah like this is was a really good offseason i'm excited for it and hopefully that's enough to convince otani so let, let me get your perspective with this shoot it do you think otani is staying or extending I mean, at this point, I mean, the season's starting tomorrow. I don't, I don't see it happening unless they have like a crazy first couple months and we're in the playoff. Do picture. you want me to be biased? Yeah. Or you want me no, to be real? no, no, be real. All right. So everybody knows Otani wants to win. He has the agenda. He wrote that agenda when he was a little kid. He wants to win the Cy Young. He wants to win the World Series at certain certain age uh, uh, categories, right? Mm-hmm. Otani wants to win. He doesn't want to be just mediocre he he played in the wbc for a reason it meant a lot to him and his in his country look at the 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 emotions he showed when he struck out trout he signed with the angels a lot of people have been saying he signed with the angels for a reason so he can show the world that he is better than the number one baseball american guy that we have in trout like i'm gonna play in that team where that guy plays and i'll show you who's a better player and they let him they're they from the beginning they let him pitch and bat, which a lot of teens weren't They didn't doing. want to yeah, do that. Yeah, exactly. So the Angels gave him the opportunity, but I still feel at the same time that he did that purposely so he can show the world, like, hey, this is your goat. You know, get a load of this. 
And now we've got to see what uh, the unicorn of a player that he is, right? Now we're seeing him as the face of baseball, as the best player in baseball and not Trout anymore. At the same time, it works good in Trout's favor. All that pressure is not on him anymore. But if I'm being honest, man, we have to do good. Uh, what is it? April, May, June, and July. Those first four months, if the Angels are winning, the Angels are not going to trade Otani. If the Angels are trash, they better trade Otani. Yeah. And once they trade Otani, dude, that's it. There is no way they're going to be able to get him back. No. Nope. Unless they do what the uh, the Yankees did with uh, with Chapman, with Chapman yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They trade him to the Cubs. With Torres. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They they trade him to the Cubs. Yeah. And then uh, ended up uh, getting him back. Yeah. Right. That and not only did you acquire your guy, you also got some prospects, and 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 you did what you had to do. Will the Angels be able to? No, do I, that? I don't. I don't see that happening. No, because I don't. Uh, uh, Artie's not going to be able to dish out that money. But the right thing was, in my opinion, was to trade him last year and last year's. Uh, His value was at an all time high, and then we would have got more prospects for him than what we would get with only a half year so left on his contract. If you imagine what the uh, Nationals got for Juan Soto, you imagine yeah. what the Angels could have gotten, and and who would have been the only team to be able to provide those prospects? It could have Dodgers, only, yeah, Padres. It could have been the Padres. They the Padres could have had Otani. In my yeah. opinion, I wanted Otani to go with the Padres, not Dodgers. But if I'm being honest, I think the Padres. I mean, the uh, Dodgers had the prospects that I really wanted. Yeah. for the Angels to, to to be the better team in the long run, even though you would have hated to see Otani playing in Dodger Blue. Worst case, worst case scenario is that he rides the season with us, we don't make playoffs, and he we, leaves, and we don't get anything nothing. for him. That is a complete failure from the front office, from Artie Moreno down to Perry. There will, there will be uh, – listen, there's been a lot of new Angel fans because of Otani. Yeah. What Otani does for the Angels and for the sport globally is, uh, globally is nothing but short of incredible. And right? not the fact that you have him for the next season and you're not – Yeah trying to acquire Listen, even, services even from for the a, next yeah, 10 years. Even from a business standpoint, we're just talking because Artie loves making his money. Yeah. It is it is such a stupid business sense to not do everything possible to keep to him. To keep him here. You are making so much money off of literally everything. I mean, you got to understand that um, I mean, the WBC was breaking so many records and numbers for the amount of people for that were watching it. Yeah, for, for the yeah, first time ever. Exactly. And it's like, I'm pretty sure the numbers were more than any World Series ever. It was ridiculous of the amount of viewers that were watching it, right? Yeah. So the thing is, is that from a business standpoint, the uh, the deals that Otani, like the marketability of him and everything, and the ticket sales, the merchandise sales, everything, you need to keep Otani that's just from a business standpoint. From an actual playing standpoint, he's our ace, and he's our. Whether you want to say, I, I still think Trout's the best hitter on the team. In my opinion, yeah, he still is. Yeah. So Otani's the second best hitter, and there's a very short difference between like because you know Otani has the power, he has the speed, he gets on base, and everything. It's like you can't lose both your best pitcher and your second best hitter in the lineup. So man. you can't replace that. Devil's advocate here. Yeah. If I'm a GM with no skin in the game, all I have to do is make this team better. I'll be honest with you. Keeping Otani will hinder the Angels in the long run. It, w- it, it will. Because-, because Artie Moreno. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Artie Moreno will not want to go over the luxury tax, which means it's going to handcuff us. In the long run, we're not going to be able to get any other uh, uh, free agent out there. 
like it like it has done before with Rendon, with with Hamilton, with Pujols, right? We haven't been able to get more uh, free agents after that. So that if we keep Otani with Artie Moreno still on owning the team is going to hinder us. We're not going to be able to go pick up a a, a young stud like O'Neill Cruz in the uh, the next uh, free agent market whenever he comes available. Yeah, you know, or or, or dudes like that. But the right thing to do business-wise is to keep Otani because he not only does he have the California market, but he also has the Japanese market and the and the, the market globally. That alone brings in so much merchandise, uh, sales, and everything. How many players can you actually say has legitimately grown the game? There, uh, <laughs> Otani literally got two million extra followers on yeah. Instagram it's, over it, to WBC. It's insane. He's the only player that has the most followers on Instagram than anyone else. And baseball, Four million. Yeah, baseball's not a really big social media uh, no. presence compared to like the NFL and the NBA and everything. He yeah, has MLB, more followers yeah. than the Yankees do. Yeah, it, it's crazy how big Otani is. So but. it's stupid business sense that he doesn't go after him. But I'll be honest with you. Does Otani want to play with the Angels? Probably yes, because he's playing with Mike Trout. And if they're winning, he's going to stay because he's already comfortable. They they were the ones that allowed him to do his experiment. And nobody was uh, telling him no to not do that, right? So yeah. it, it's going to come down to... April, May, June, July. Right? Yeah. If the Angels are not winning, he's getting traded. That's the right thing, to, right thing to do, right? If he gets traded, we lost him. There's no way that the Angels are going to be able to acquire him because of more than likely the, the team that he's getting traded to is going to have the rest of that season to negotiate with him and keep him. Yeah. More than likely, it's going to be the Padres. More than likely, it's going to be the fucking Dodgers. And and who else has a chance? The Orioles? Do they have the prospects to give no. to the Angels? Maybe they do. Yeah, but Maybe. I mean, but but the thing is, is that you got to understand. Like, we trade him during the trade deadline. That's half the season. He's getting paid thirty million this year. That's still fifteen million. Does the Orioles really want to get? Like, why would they give up their prospects if, for half a season? Well, I mean, only, because they're ready to win, and only if they're like ready to pounce on the division, which I don't think no, they are the, right the now. The division at this is moment. too strong. The East is too strong right now with yeah. the Yankees and the Rays and um Blue Jays. and the Blue Jays. I, I think the um, who I no? You know what? I think I did have the Yankees winning the division, but the Blue how Jays, dare you, bro? I, I hate to say it, but like they don't have no pitching. They literally lost oh, all their well, pitching. Okay, you know what? I did make that prediction before all the injuries started piling in. <laughs> they lost and everything. everyone. Okay, they can't well, even okay. rely on Severino anymore. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, then the Blue Jays are taking the division, and <laughs> yes. the Yankees will probably get a wild card. No, you don't think so? So no. you don't think Yankees? Okay, but how you, long are they going to be out though? I don't think they're going to be. They're going to be out for a while. Oh. Uh, uh, they only have Cortez, and that that guy was a fluke last Nestor, year, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Right? Rodon, uh, Rodon is is hurt. Yeah. Uh, who's the other? Severino's done for for a little while. Yeah. They got Domino Herman, Domingo Herman. You know the wife beater. He he's coming back, but do you really? Are you really going to rely on him? Uh, uh, and they have Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, sure, that's the only one. But how many times have really Garrett Cole came through for the Yankees? He's always getting <laughs> not, his not ass. Not a lot. Yeah, kicked. not yeah. a lot. Um. So, yeah, I mean, okay, so my prediction for the Angels this season. Oh, well, let, let me just start with this. My offseason grade for the Angels is a B. I think it's a very solid B. Um, I think there could have been uh, just areas that they could improve slightly. I would have liked a little bit more bullpen help. And um, was the moves we made right? I guess we'll see in retrospect. Um it was very solid because we needed multiple help across our lineup. So I'm not 
I, I think this is the best offseason we've had in a while, it but is, is it going to be enough? Because here's the thing. Astros have such a crazy good lineup. They ended up getting Jose Abreu. They didn't even need him. They're like, nah, we're just going to go get a top first baseman in the league. And I was like, all right, cool, Astros. Do your thing. They're winning the division. I hate to say it. And I've talked to a what? couple fans. Yeah, th- listen, I've talked to a couple fans that are – because I have the Angels. If they are <laughs> going to make playoffs, they will get the third and final wild card spot. Astros are going to win the division. I think that's a pretty common uh, – perspective amongst fans i hate to say it listen i i i am hopeful i've been more hopeful about the angels this season than i have been in a while but i try and do this every year and i just get disappointed right so astros are winning here's the thing with me depending on how well the mariners played this offseason that really is going to determine whether or not we're and the angels have to play well and stay healthy as well too but if the mariners don't do as good as they did last offseason then we have a little bit less competition fighting for those wild card spots right uh-oh who's that oh damn well, we, we have go. a special guest coming Let's in right go. now who's that we got todd from halos in the infield how's it going man what is up, guys? How you doing? We're doing fantastic. Thanks, We're bro. already an hour and 23 minutes in. Everything's flowing really nicely. So uh, the topic we're talking about right now is that um, I just gave my offseason grade for the Angels. Which I gave them a really solid B. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like we could have just done a little bit better in certain areas, especially our bullpen. But And we're also talking about where we expect the Angels to be at the end of the season. Um, I think at I don't want to say at best, but I think a really realistic way of looking at it is that the Angels will get the third wild card spot. I still have the Astros winning the division, and a lot of it has to do on how the Mariners perform. What is your opinion on that? Uh, yeah, I think Mariners are basically our biggest competition uh, outside of you got to keep an eye on the East because you're going to have three or four teams most likely uh, – contending for that uh, division i was saying the yankees but he thinks the yankees are totally out of it because of the injuries now blue jays will probably win the division now i have the yankees but um my opinion will be the blue jays and the yankees fighting for a spot and also the rays as well too yeah the rays are going to be a team that's always going to be right there um baltimore is going to open some eyes i think boston's getting too much credit right now although i think they're like a year away but um i don't think the central will send more than one team out there uh so uh well, I, what it comes down to is is not losing the games to Texas and Oakland, uh, playing very consistent baseball, uh, not avoiding avoiding uh, big losing streaks. My offseason grade was around a B as well. Um, I just don't feel that you know, I'm still leery on Ohapi. A lot of people think he's going to break out. I hope he does, but um, I hope he. Yeah, I hope he. Is. <laughs> but the protection with Stassi, I just I'm, yeah. never, I'm not a Stassi dude, and uh, Thice I think is never going to be more than a four A guy. So um, that's a question mark to me, and obviously whoever's going to close. That's a, that's a, okay, so we did touch on who's closing for our team, and we also dived in whether or not we thought the trade, uh, giving away Wrightsell last year was the right move, which VT was strongly against as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually a new perspective I haven't really heard about Logan because I'm actually a Logan guy. Um, has he broke out yet? Definitely not. But his tools that he does have, mm-hmm. and again, it's like we don't really have much to work with at the catching position, anyways. Um, except no, we, who's the minor league guy that we have that's supposed to be like one of the top catching prospects as well, too. He's in, as far as I know, he's in single, going to be in Double A with the Trash Pandas. Yeah, so he's a couple years away. At yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, like, like. Perfect case scenario, you would have had someone like um, Gabby Sanchez 
be your guy this year and just do a one-year deal and have a yeah. lobby behind him. He still didn't get signed, did he? No, I thought yeah. he would have been signed right after the WBC, but yeah. it didn't happen. Um, VT, uh, what's your opinion? Where, where do you think the Angels are landing, and what is your off-season grade? So my off-season grade for that, you know you know how I am, dude. Like I, I always call it for what I think it is. I think it's a solid C+, only because the whole Anderson uh, pickup, I, I still feel that having a pickup that uh, a player that has a career year for the first time ever, uh, especially with the Dodgers, you know, a team that for some reason they they figure out pitchers and they're able to to get them going with Heaney as well. Heaney, exactly, yeah. Heaney got that 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 luck with with the Dodgers. You know, he looked like a really pitch a, a good pitcher. You know, just how he started with us. That's the reason why we traded him from the from the Marlins for Javi Kendrick, and um, so. You know, that move at first, I was like, oh, man, I don't know. But the money was right. It felt good. But the fact that that we didn't go after another starter kind of kind of hit me like, OK, maybe, you know, maybe it's not what I thought it was going to be this this offseason. You know, we, we started off strong and then all of a sudden we just completely stopped. Uh, my C plus is it's it's only because of the pitching. Uh, I thought that we had a shot of getting a, a shortstop, a, a real bonafide shortstop instead of a. Uh, Joe Rochella, uh, I still believe in his glove and everything, but I think that we, we needed somebody with a, a, a more potent bat out there. Who? I don't know. I didn't believe in, uh, in Dancy Swanson. I thought he's another career year guy. He was playing for the contract, so I wasn't really stoked on him. Sure, I know that they talked about that Trey Turner was going to be the guy that the uh, that Artie Moreno wanted, but it would have hindered us from getting other other pieces. So I'm okay with that. Sure, spread the, spread the, the wealth, spread the, the love somewhere else. Uh, but I still give it a C plus. I think it's it, it was a really good off season. We we did fill some holes. We got some depth. Uh, I do want to go with the B plus, but I I just can't. I I want to see what they got, you know, in 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 April and May. I want to see how this works out. But for for right now, I'm just gonna say a C plus straight up. Like yeah, that. we we definitely don't need another 14 game losing streak happening again. Um, so where are you landing now with? the team like where what's your prediction uh, in the division and then also if they make wild card if they're not winning the division well uh there <laughs> today i did a post on 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 the page a lot of people uh yesterday we i did a collab with inside halos as most of you already know uh we did the predictions as to where the angels were going to fall i put them in first place ahead of the astros and the only reason i put them in first place was because we spoke about this earlier the astros lost some key pieces in Jose Altuve. He's not going to come back until a month and a half from now. Uh, Brantley, he, he's gone for another month, I think. He's hurt. Uh, McCullers is not ready. I think they have another another player that's not ready. So that's a lot of people that they're losing right off the bat. The Angels are going to capitalize on that because last, last year they were – uh, going toe to toe with the Astros, and the Astros had everyone at that point. So why can't can't they do it this time? Taylor Ward, it's going to be a year now since he had that concussion. Like I said earlier, it's not a coincidence that his production went down. So I expect big things from him. We got Hunter Renfro out there killing it. We got Trout. We got a uh, 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 Rendon healthy. I think we're gonna we're gonna take a good lead the first month. You know, come May and then June, I think we're gonna be good. So in my opinion, I I said they were gonna be overtaking the Astros. And only because they're just going to keep winning and winning. So they're going to be in first place, in my opinion. A lot of people were just so pessimistic when I did that post uh, uh, of the uh, standings. They were like, there's no way. I'm a huge Angel fan, but the Angels are not that good. 
you know, man, the, you just got to believe in this talent. If they stay stay healthy, they're gonna they're gonna do a lot of damage out there. We seen it last year in in April, you know. And then once everybody started getting hurt, of course the the production went down. We've seen it. These guys are if they're healthy and they're playing, they're gonna win you some games. We got the best pitcher, in my opinion, it's gonna be the Cy Young this year. He has everything to prove. It's Otani. We got our Cy Young right there. And then come trade deadline, we're probably going to pick up another pitcher. Maybe, hopefully, we pick up Edward Cabrera from from the Marlins. We're gonna we're gonna be in a good spot. I don't see why the Angels can't be in first place at the end of the year, or at least make a deep run in the playoffs. So first place, C minus, C plus. Even with that. I'm betting more on the tread deadline acquisitions that we get because that's what's going to make us at the end of the year. So I'm ready for it. Angels first place. Fucking book that shit, my guy. There we go. Um, Todd, you got any questions for us uh, before we head off? Well, I will say this real quick. Uh, my quick prediction will be 93 wins as a, as a floor. I, oh, I, wow. I, I, Fuck that. I, I Love think, it. I think they, can, they can definitely make the postseason this year. The way they're built, that's why I'm really bullish on this team. I only had a couple concerns, like I said, catcher and closer. But, you know, uh, I didn't like the move last year, uh, losing our closer. But you can tell with the moves they made last year that they were going to restock this team, get a good bench going, and, and, and really have the talent to uh, get through any kind of injuries, any kind of prolonged IL time. And then as far as last year's team can only score two or three runs uh, 40 times last year. 40, 40, 40 times? 40 the, times oh three runs God. or less. That's how I counted it up last year. So you're talking about 40 times they scored three runs, two runs, one run, or were shut out. So that's, and, and they still almost won 80 games. So that's, And I got to assume that was after all the injuries started happening as well too because in yeah. the first month and a half or so, we were really one of the they top scoring. Good. Yeah, they were yeah. doing really, really good. They dropped off to the one of the uh, – the only the only two teams that had worse run differential was Detroit and Oakland. Yeah. So that's where they wound up after starting in the top five. Which is crazy. That's a significant drop, yeah. you know. And so you figure even with a shift gone, if this team can – uh, score, you know, like they couldn't score more than three runs a game last year, but they had such a great ERA. If the pitching can be anywhere close to that from last year, you're looking at a team that primarily with what VT talked about, you could have potential 100 home runs in your outfield between if Ward hits 25, Renfro hits 25, you get 50 from Trout. I, I think Trout, as long as Trout stays healthy, the fact that he hit 40 home runs in 119 games last season is absolutely ridiculous. So Trout is finally going to have its season of 50 home runs. And absolutely, you're going to have Trout, who is potential MVP, Otani a potential MVP because you now have four guys in that lineup who can hit over 20 home runs, and that's barring if uh, Walsh and Rendon can stay healthy. So yeah. that could be five guys. Yeah. Who knows what jury gives you? So you have all these, you know, an offense now that goes from scoring three runs could double their production to six. You should win a lot of games. Yeah, and then uh, as we pointed out earlier, uh, but now that you're here, is that the biggest issue with the Angels wasn't the pitching. It was the bottom of our lineup. Our 5-9 to nine was the second worst in baseball. And now I don't see that being an issue. We're finally going to have runners being on base for when the top of the lineup comes back around again for Ward and Trout to score. Exactly. The, last, the only thing I'll ask you guys, the question I have for you guys is this. With all the moves that were made prior to you know last year, and then now the one-year deals for this year, building a team, it looks great on paper, but there's no long-term solution, even with Otani. Otani is the big piece that needs to either fall with us or go away for us to uh, to, to, to make our next move. Because all these moves that have been made are all set up for 2024. 
Do you guys agree that that's going to be the case? To, if the if the Angels lose Otani, we're hitting a hard reset. VT, you want to take that one first? Sure, I'll take it. So if we lose, sorry. So if we lose Otani, we absolutely have to hit a reset. There, it hasn't worked out with Otani and Trout. So what makes you think it's going to work out with just Trout by himself? It hasn't worked out. It hasn't worked out with Trout before Otani even was here. So. What is the best thing to do now? Hit a hard reset, sell off the pieces, get some uh, uh, prospects in here, develop. I know the Angels don't know how to develop, but we, we have to try something else because the same thing we've been doing over and over hasn't worked. That's the, uh, what do they call it? It's something about insanity, doing the same thing over oh, and yeah, over yeah. and expecting the a change. The definition of insanity, yeah. yeah. But, so, but, what if, but, what if you got, but what if they make the playoffs but still lose Otani? Like, like, do we do we hit a hard reset or we try to restock? Well, see, and that's the thing. The, the Angels have been in this position for so long, uh, even before Otani came. You know, like 2014 happened and, you know, um, we made playoffs best record in baseball. And then from there, we just haven't touched the playoffs since. And, but we've always been at this perspective where the Angels are just, oh, a couple pieces away of doing it. But the, the their philosophy is that they've been trying to fix that with the free agent market and everything. What's the real way in order to make that happen is to develop your players in the minor leagues. But in reality, ever since – I've said this ever since we started the podcast. We can't – I know I said we should, but I know we can't hit a reset. We can't rebuild while Trout's here, the best player of our – uh, uh, of our lifetime, right? Because we have Trout. Trout has to go to the playoffs. There's no reason why you need to reset and 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 start over. We need to keep supplementing uh, the the farm system, supplementing with free agents. We can't let Trout Otani down. Trout Tani, yeah, Trout Tani. We can't let him down. We need to get on the playoffs while he's on our roster. We need to do everything in our power to get him into the playoffs. It's just no ifs and buts. We he can't be Ken Griffey Jr. Man, we we need to get him to the playoffs. He needs to win win some playoff games and win the World Series. So. so. But if Otani leaves and the Angels don't make playoffs, does Trout request a trade as well? Well, he probably should be doing that already. I don't know why he's so quiet about it unless he's so comfortable living in Newport Beach, man. If I was him, I would have already said, like, yo, bro, you need to trade me already because I want to win. I got a taste of that WBC juice. I need it. it so trade me. If Trout leaves, to answer your question, yes, the Angels hit the hard reset, and that would be a complete and the worst failure of Artie Moreno's reign as Angels uh, owner. So. I agree. I, I think he's already stuck it to the fans and the people that don't like him with the t- with the uh, parking prices. Yeah, with the twenty. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's up 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can't complain about it because it's been so long with other teams, other organizations in sports raising their parking fees to uh, you know absurd prices. We've been paying $10 for a long time. I just find it highly convenient that the year that he was supposed to step away and then comes back to pissed off fans that the prices go up. Yeah. Well, I also think they're going to capitalize on all the fans trying to see Otani for potentially the last season well, too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I was also going to say, was, is that out of spite because everybody's always hating on, on uh, Artie? I think so because we've had inside sources tell us that uh, yeah he does read the headlines and does oh does he oh, I yeah. thought he was completely oblivious no, to everything no huh. this this guy is he's very heady and uh, he knows what's up well I mean that should obviously be a wake up call that you know they're not uh, we're not happy with how he's been running the team and how the Angels have been performing over the last several years like we want to see us get to the playoffs we have the talent to get to the playoffs. 
We got to make those changes to make it happen. It's an organizational thing. It's not just a major league roster thing. And the last thing I'll say is, 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 and I agree. Artie has said in, you know, recently when they got back with the team, I've got unfinished business to do. I've got unfinished business to do that. We're not done here yet. Well, I've heard other owners do that and put their money where their mouth is and make the franchise immediately better. Let's see what he does, you know, because so I believe Perry made these moves. Yes, he did. Absolutely. And that's that's one of the key differences compared to how it was before is that he, he's letting Perry steal the ship, yeah. uh, steer the ship. He's not overstepping boundaries because if he wanted to, we could have got Trey Turner yep. this offseason, yep. but we didn't. And I think that was as much as I wanted Turner. I think that was the right moves because we had so many holes to address around uh, our lineup. But um Overall, I think we're all in agreement that this was a pretty solid offseason. Was it the best? No, but I think it was definitely the step in the right direction. And to answer your question, will there be a reset? I think it really depends. If we keep Otani, then we just keep building on that. I mean, like Renfro is going to be a free agent next offseason, and we just have to fill a couple holes, and hopefully a couple players are ready from our uh, minor league system so we don't have to continuously look on the free because especially with pitching next season too uh it, it is a very thin market and well with otani yeah. if he signs long term you won't see one-year contracts you'll see three to five year guys coming in so you you think Artie is going to continue so this was the the biggest off i mean this was the most amount of money we ever spent 232 million dollars so you think Artie is going to continue spending money then I believe so. If he really wants to put his money where his mouth is and he's true to his word about winning, you have to spend to win. Got it. Well, um, you know, season starts tomorrow. We're all looking forward to it. They're going to be playing the age. we got Otani on the mound. It's going to be so exciting. Um, I'm going to be watching it. Hey, Todd, are you going to be at opening day at uh, Angel Stadium? I sure will. Are you guys going to be doing the uh, under the A thing again like last year? Uh, no, but but uh, we're going to have a little private one. But if you guys want to come by and say hi, we're, we're, we got one, uh, a bigger one later in the season. Got it. Nice. All we could do is just say hi. We can't hang out and kick we it. We can hang out and have drinks, but I ain't going to be free-flowing with the food like it was last year. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a plan for like 80 or 100 people. Oh, wow. Man. All right, guys. Well, hey, it... just know that a C plus still allows you to graduate from high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, man. So we're all excited for the season. Uh, we're gonna be signing off for the night. Uh, I'm Ryan. I got VT next to me, and uh, Todd. Thank you for coming in and being a part of this towards the back end of the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right. This is oh VT. You wanna send us off? No, you go ahead. Go for it, brother. All right. Well, this has been Angel Central. We're happy to be back. Uh, we're looking to make this a weekly thing. So. Uh, Wherever you're listening to us on, um, make sure you stay on top of us on a week-to-week basis. So. <laughs> Don't be on top of us, please. <laughs> just listen to our podcast. Yes. Give us a good review. If you think we're funny, let us know. If we're not, just let us know. And uh, give us a five-star. It really gonna, it's going to help us whenever somebody types in angels. You know, Hopefully, we, we pop up and we can uh, get a subscription and, and you guys can listen to us talk some more shit. All right. Todd Fox, thank you, brother, for coming through. Thank you, Todd. Peace out. Peace. Peace.